Get ready for the Girls on Games podcast, your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of the show. This is episode number 432. I know we're in 2024, but today we're talking about our favorite games of 2023. Really excited about that. But before I get into that, I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how you doing? I'm good. Yourself? I'm excellent. Joelle, what's up? Hello. Happy New Year. I haven't said it yet. And we're still in January, and it's still technically the first half of January because we're recording on the 15th, so I can still say it. It's still fine. (laughs) There's always that conversation every year, right? It's like, when do I stop? And I'm like, because of the way work went this year, I felt like I had two weeks where I could say it. After that, once the 15th passed, I was like, no. (laughs) So you're in the clear. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And I appreciate it. How was your holiday break? Oh, it was very busy. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine. Everything happened. (laughs) We're going to hear all about it very soon in the crew check-in. But before we get into that, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping and remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girlsongames. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. It's to the point now where I know exactly where to breathe when I say those phrases. Like a song. Yay! <laughs> you know, learn where your breathing points are, you know, yeah. so I can say it and spit it out as long as I don't stutter, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, Joelle, since you were not here last week, um, mm. yeah, tell me, what, what, what have you been up to? How was well, the holiday break? What'd you do? It was it was good. Uh, the holiday break, it was really crammed full. Like it was nice to celebrate the holidays. You know, see friends and family, um, eat some good food, have some cheer. But then it it was just all over the place. Um, <laughs> so like I had uh, like my back went out again, which Aww. was kind of a bummer. So I had to deal with that, and then. Um, uh, my boyfriend came back from Miami, and we decided to move in together. Ooh. So that all happened, and I have actually never lived with a partner before. Um, so I said, I'm sorry, but you have to break me in. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but we're... Uh, we're making it work. I, you know, I have a condo and it's a 750 uh, square foot condo and I did not intend for two people to live here, but we are uh, reorganizing and things are still kind of everywhere, but we're, we're getting things together, but that happened. And then I had to get a, an oral surgery done. So I apologize if I... <laughs> Don't sound as clear as because I got a lot of stuff in my mouth. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you so. only had that done last week. Yeah, I had it done. Yeah. That's why I wasn't here on Monday because I had to. 
I, ugh, so like, it was so annoying. So I, we bought Ikea furniture to help with the organization. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to get a gum graft, which is like really, really normal. But when I was, when I was putting together the Ikea, this was before the surgery, when I was putting together the furniture, I accidentally like put something in upside down. So I had to like take it out. Mm-hmm. And when I was trying to take it out of like the frame, I, it came loose real quick, and I hit myself in the jaw. Oh, no. And so I chipped a tooth, <gasps> and then the tooth that needed the gum graft, I, I, I knocked it loose. Oh. So, <laughs> so I was just like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, this sucks. So I was going to have the surgery in February, but I pulled it in because I'm like, well, now my tooth is loose. And there's, like, no gum tissue to, like... To hold it. To hold it. Yeah. So that's why I had in the... I was... The the surgery wasn't going to disrupt the recording, but I, I just was like, I got to go in. And so so we got it all taken care of, and ho- hopefully it'll heal and it'll solidify and all that other stuff. But anyway, I don't know. It's just been a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. That's, yeah. <laughs> so... Catherine, what have you been up to this week? Uh, lots of um, lots of laundry. I know yeah. it's boring. <laughs> know. Season, cleaning. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. During the holiday break, I reorganized my closet and everything, and I found a bunch of clothes, and I found a t-shirt they used to wear. We were talking just before we started recording about uh, me, like, when I first started dating Pascal 18 years ago. I have a t-shirt from that era, yeah. which I really love. I never got rid of it. Yeah. Uh, but it is white, and it's got, like, the pit stains and everything. So yeah. I, I Google, like, what to do with this shit. The borax, um, tra- like, trick to get it out? No, it's with peroxide. Okay. Oh. Uh, but anyway, it kind of worked. But it led to me taking every white t-shirt I own. And doing a treatment to, around the collar and the pits to make sure they're crispy white. It worked for a lot of t-shirts. It did not work for this one. Oh. So I am thinking. A, it's also got like the, you remember like early 2000, like mid 2000, um, like those little cap sleeves? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was like a tag top, but it just had a top. It's one of yeah. those sleeves. So I was like, do I just get rid of some of the sleeves to get rid of this or... So I'm thinking what I'm going to do is I need to do another round. I need to dunk it because like the whole top of the t-shirt is a bit yellowed and I don't think it's just stain or sweat or oils. I think it's almost 20 years old. I I think it's like it, it, it kind of like, it's it's just damaged. It's aged. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to dunk it and like, they're like, do the borax, but with also like oxygenated bleach and see if I can get it like at least one color. If that doesn't work, I'm pulling out the tie-dye kit. Yeah, I was just saying you say that. Because <laughs> that's what I did with a bunch of t-shirts yeah. that, like, you know, when we found, and I had done this treatment, and one of the t-shirts actually, served, the treatment got rid of everything, and I was like, oh, I can wear it normally. Other stuff I had to tie-dye because it was so used, and I'm like, maybe that's what's happening to this thing. Mm. But it's a t-shirt I bought. I had two of them. And the other one is brown, so it's faded, but it works. But it's t-shirts I bought at Aritzia in downtown Ottawa, 
when I used to work at the National Gallery down there. And they have a design on it. It's Alphonse Musha, like those drawings of Alphonse Musha. Oh, yeah. I remember those shirts that you used to wear. I still we have them. At, they still we fit. were at work and at show. Yeah. I still, still have them. Catherine, I'm jealous that they still fit. I know. I, thanks for throwing that thanks, in there. Thanks for putting Pre- that in there. Appreciate it. God Listen, it. and also, they also still fit because I grew, lost a lot of fucking weight after I, I, I got hurt. But um, yeah. they they aren't supposed to still fit, I'll be honest. But, um, <laughs> it's like any time a mom pulls out, she's like, oh, look at this. Leah, will you fit you? And I'm like, mom, no. <laughs> because like a, a big a big thing with me mm. is that i was never big chested so it helps with stuff to fit yeah from your teenage years <laughs> no no opposite problem yeah see yeah. so um anyway i i want to um that's why i did a bunch of laundry because i'm trying to revive this shirt but also i had like a, a, some stuff that like um kind of dipped over from the vacation and mm. things like that. It just kind of piled up and I w- we were busy like coming back from vacation. Like we had that weekend where um we're I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but we're playing a game a, t- a tabletop RPG uh called based on the podcast Old Gods of Appalachia's. Okay. So we're playing it's myself. Pascal is the game uh master. So it's my the players are myself, uh, Simon, his girlfriend Ari, Alba, and uh, his girlfriend, and uh, yeah. So we kind of like hosted to get the game going and things like that. So that was the weekend. That was my birthday weekend, basically. Um, so yeah, just like had that pile of like white t shirt in there, just waiting for it. Um, yeah, and it's like I got I had a bunch of clothes that were too big for me mm-hmm. that my sister-in-law had given me it was her in-between pregnancy clothes so mm-hmm. back when I like started training and I, I had like everything was too small she had given me those mm-hmm. um, and now that like A I got hurt and lost a bunch of weight but also like kind of like my size stabilized mm-hmm. um, a lot of that stuff was a tinge too big anyway but my friend Uva lost a bunch of weight as well so she left with like so much of that of those clothes she was just like there was like workout clothes and stuff like that I was like I know Mariev's not gonna take it back because it's so old mm-hmm. even if she's pregnant right now like it's too old she's not gonna want to wear it mm. And my friend was just like, I'll try it and she was just putting all clothes she was like this is nice this is <laughs> like because Uva and I, we don't care about trendy stuff. Marie have a bit more. So she was just like, man, these skinny jeans. I look good in these skinny jeans. I don't care what the Gen Z say. I'm aware yeah. of this. Yeah, I'm like, don't take away from my skinny jeans. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't you yeah. dare. I'm, I'm I'm actually happy like the wide legs are back because I get to dress like I did when, when I was like in, in high school. <laughs> I have a full on pair of flare jeans. Like, Ugh. and I love them. They are I, my favorite. Yes. Okay, well, they're the curvy, 20, they are the yes, best. They are yes. the best. Yes. Full like, on flares, not boot yep. cut. No, flares. flares. Big ass I, flares. Oh, yeah. I showed up to work and the kids, like the 20 year old, like they were like, look at these. They're, aren't they nice? They were wearing shoot pants. Cargo <laughs> wide leg <laughs> shoot pants. It's all back. It's and crazy. I was just like, 
Remember last year when the hot, the Christmas party, the theme was 1997? Yeah. And I'm like, and the a bunch of 30-year-olds were wearing those because we dressed like we did in 1997? They were like, oh. I'm like, yeah. You just need the wallet with the chain, really, and you're good. Yeah, yeah. Get some Junko jeans and you'll be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janko jeans, I think is the Jango. way you're supposed to say it. Yeah, Janko jeans. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Paul Frank... You remember the clothes oh, with the monkey? No. Yeah. Back in style. Oh, oh my, my God, God. We're so old. Oh I'm God. sorry. This is the uh, this Catherine is, is, is the... turning old podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I laundry, clothing, still wearing the clothing from 20 years ago. Might as well. It's coming back anyway. Why not? That's why, why we not? hold on to everything. Um, I've had an interesting week, mostly because uh, I have a bacterial sinus infection. Oh, no. <laughs> which hit me like a brick wall this week. Oh. Um, and like, I had a cold in mid-December. And, like, you know, sinus pain was most of it. And then it went away. And then all of a sudden last week, it started coming back with a vengeance. To the point where, like, my teeth hurt. My ears hurt. My eyes hurt. It was tender on the left side of my face. So I'd use the dialogue thing on Friday night and said, yo, this is not COVID. This is guaranteed a sinus infection. (laughs) So they gave me spray. And they gave me antibiotics. So I'm taking both of those. But uh, Saturday was bad. Because, like, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, too. We've had a fairly mild winter. And then yeah. we had, like, a bit of a snowstorm on oh, Friday yeah. night. And yeah. then Saturday the temperature dropped. Yep. And the barometer said, guess what, sinuses? F you! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my sister had it, too. Like, she had, a, she had a bad sinus headache, too, she said, from the barometer. And I was like, that plus the infection, it was a doozy. And yeah. I was doing a lot of in and out because we started um, – Joelle, we started uh, uh, training lessons with Gibson up at the PetSmart. We started the Saturday the 6th that we had Mm. our second one. So we were up and doing that. And our kind of like routine is do that with the dog, bring him home, and then go out and run errands, grab lunch, whatever. Mm -hmm. So much in and out with the cold and then to inside and stuff. I came home that night and I was like done done yeah yeah. done and i had just picked up my meds at that point because i had gotten the rx on friday night they had filled it on saturday Mm -hmm. so yeah um but in the meantime i also did something that i said i was going to do i bought a walking pad so i'm waiting for that to come on wednesday and we also today mike and i have been trying to figure out vacations so Uh we booked montreal for my birthday so we got that weekend booked and we booked mexico in april so i'm like yes are you going to the same place? Oh yeah. Oh, we nice. looked at we looked at different spots, mm-hmm. and like I was just like, oh, but I really like the fact that you know the pools were all connected. We could chat with other people, but and then they were they were like, okay, well then the pools connected, but like the people with the drinks are far. And I was like, oh, but I like the fact that the ladies came up and served you right in the pool, yeah. and I would just like be like, yes, drink please. <laughs> so um, and we just liked it and. We're like, who cares? What? Let's not stress about it. Let's just go back to the same yeah. spot. Yeah. yeah. If you so, know you yeah. live it, it's just like, if it ticks so many boxes, like, just don't, yeah, don't fuss. Like, just yeah. do it. Especially like, if day, it's, yeah. Another it's, year we'll do something different. It's not a touristy thing. It's like, just go somewhere and be trash in the water. Yes. For Pretty like four, yes. five days. Yes. You, you choose that for the hotel. Like, yeah. you go somewhere warm with a nice hotel and a nice yeah. buffet, yep. and endless drinks. Oh, yep. fantastic food down there. Really nice people. We did the um, couples massages last time. Mike and I are definitely doing two this time around. We're like, we should <laughs> Might have as well. the second one. We're doing it. We don't yeah. care. And, they, and because we book it that way, we get like a discount too. So it's like 
two mm. for the price of one. Nice. So like, oh, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I, because of the pain and stuff, um, and that all like happened like in the past, like 24 hours, like all of the purchases, because I've finally been able to look at the screen. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the weekend Aww. I could barely look at my phone or do anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Yuck. I did get a little bit of gaming in, uh, <clears throat> but we'll get into that. Uh, just want to let anybody know, we did mention we are doing the Fantasy Critic for the podcast, us group, next week is going to be our recording of our show. Hopefully Simon will be back for that. Um, but we did our community fantasy critic yesterday, and it was a lot of fun. I am excited to see how it all pans out. Uh, hold on here. Oh, this is the old year. I got to go to the new year. Do, 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 community. Let's see if the new year pops up right away. Um, I think, yeah, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people playing this year. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting when you have that many folks, and this is a year where we don't know what's coming in a lot of cases, where it was getting hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we're doing, uh, I think we're doing 12 games plus two, uh, one, two, three, four, five, yeah, 12 games. So we drafted six yesterday plus one counterpick. And then everything else is kind of like as the year plays out. Um, it's going to be interesting. I uh, I think I'm the only one from the pod that is in it. Um, my uh, publisher name is Gibson's Games Inc. Nice. And I managed to pick up uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Paper mm. Mario The Thousand Year Door Remake, Rift and the Necro Dancer, which I had on my list last year but got delayed. Yep. Uh, Tales of Kenzera Zhao. Helldivers 2 and Wolf Among Us 2, which somebody counterpicked. And I counterpicked Elden Ring Shadow of the Entry. I think Albank and I counterpicked each other. Okay. Wow. <laughs> nice. Okay. The way it worked out. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to once again uh, go through this. And I'm looking forward to us doing ours next week. Um, I think it's going to be a time. Uh, All right, ladies. Have you been playing any games? Yes. yes. All right. Uh, Joelle, since we haven't spoke to you in the longest time, what have you been playing? So I got some gift cards for Christmas, and I went and I got an ally, a rogue ally. Oh, Ooh. nice. How's it that? It is awesome. <laughs> yeah? So much better than, was it the Steam Deck you had picked up yeah. before? Oh, my gosh, yeah. So I will say that with the ally, there was like – two days of updates that had to be done. <laughs> it was like made, put in the box and never opened again <laughs> until you much. got it. It's from the first run. It is. <laughs> so I was like, wow, okay, this kind of took forever to get going. And then also I had an SD card, a terabyte SD card, like ready to go. Mm-hmm. And that took also some time to figure out how to access it. Mm. Um, and so luckily, um, Luckily, my boyfriend was able to to, to kind of get it booted up, and we got that in. But it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. But still, getting set up on the Ally from my you know limited you know software perspective like was way easier, and and navigating and using it is is easier, and it works with my. I, I did um, ask for the dock for Christmas, so I did get a dock. Um, that plugs into the TV, and that also is working, like, really well. So 
I uh, played um, just a few, uh, like Moonstone Island. I, that was the first game I booted up on there. What'd just you to, think? Like, test it out. They're really great, really fun. I'm still like dipping in and out of that pretty casually. Yep. Um, and then I thought, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this baby for a spin, <laughs> and I got Cyberpunk 2077 uh, on it, and I've been playing it on the Ally, and it's it it runs flawlessly. So really, just, it's flaw. It's flawless on the. That is wild to hear. I know when, because, when I picked it yeah. up from the beginning, and then it like didn't, like it 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 couldn't run, and now you're playing it on a portable device, yeah. and it works wow. great. Yeah, <laughs> like I because I I can run it on low. Well, I run it on low. I just do it automatically, so I don't have all the settings optimized probably for the ally. Um, but I, and the battery life is is terrible. Like. The, the battery well, well you're playing that like terrible. well yeah what do you expect i mean in anything like you're gonna get maybe three hours out of that battery um mm. so like you gotta kind of always be plugged in but that on <clears throat> yeah it, it to me i just i couldn't believe it because when the game came out you know people were like well you're gonna have to upgrade your pcs to play this game like that was kind of the attitude that i yeah. felt that cd project red put out there you know yeah. of like if you mm-hmm. don't have the hardware, then don't play the game. Yeah, and now I'm playing it on a handle. <laughs> wow. It runs great. It's really sick. So 2020 to 2024. Mm-hmm. Who would have thunk? Yeah. Um, All the tear turn tables. As, uh, the, the turn. The yeah, turn, they the turn. Tables. It doesn't. I will she say runs. that uh, the game docked doesn't do as well. <laughs> uh, it's It's... I, I wouldn't say it's optimal to dock on the TV, um, but I'm sure if you're docking it, like, for a monitor. But but there's folks that that use, you know, a, their handhelds as another PC. Like, oh, I, yeah. I could see why. Like, if you mm-hmm. have limited space or a limited budget, um, I mean, the thing runs Windows 11. So, I don't know. I, it, it's it's fantastic. I like the look. It's easy to hold. Um mm-hmm. It's just ergonomically kind of nice for me, and so so I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm glad I'm I'm glad I have it, and um, I'm looking forward to uh, downloading my first new game of the year, uh, which will be Prince of Persia. But I don't have access to it yet. But yeah, mm. so but it's it's been fun. So and and Cyberpunk, uh, I I usually don't play first person because I get nauseous. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far on the Ally, that actually seems to be okay because the screen is so much smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, I did play a little bit of it today on uh, my my PC on my desktop, and I, I did get a little nauseous. But so maybe I'll just try to to play it on the on the Ally. So we'll see. Cool. Cat, what have you been playing? Thirsty suitors. Ooh, how's that going? Ooh. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it is the right amount of cheese mm. and campiness. Like, it's a wonderful, like, colorful experience. Um, the gameplay is basically turn-based combat. And uh, the character you play uh, is a skateboarder, so you skateboard around the town and there's challenges. Uh, but the story is... Uh, You fucked off from your hometown for three years to live with your girlfriend and then you come back and you have to face all of them exes. (laughs) And on top of that, uh, your grandma sends suitors because she wants you to get married and settle down. Um, But it also... Was it a Hallmark movie? 
Is that what that says? No, it's more like a coming of coming of age, but also like because your character is Indian and Sri Lankan. Mm-hmm. There's the whole like uh, you know traditional what's uh, expected of you. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Like already the mom who's Indian who married a Sri Lankan is like, Ugh. Um, <laughs> and then like you, the youngest daughter, uh, came out as I guess she's. They don't say. I guess she's pansexual. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's dated like men, women, like your exes are a mix of people and genders. Mm. Um, so that's another like. Uh, but the parents were like, "Good, just pick somebody who's nice for you, please." Um, so it's all like this. There's. It's very like yeah, talking about the culture, but life in America, and also food. You have to cook your food, so there's like mechanics to cook. We love a good cooking mechanic on oh, this yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. In this game, the first time you make a meal, um, you have either your mom or your dad teaching you how to make it. And during the whole process of making the food, you have a conversation. And there's like more stories about your parents, your relationship with your parents. So it's really interesting. The biggest downsize. Biggest downside of this game. It's all quick time events. Oh. So you have to press A at the right moment. Things like that. There are accessibility options to turn it off. Or to just like instead of having to press A when the circle is at a certain size, you can just press A. Um, So I haven't had to turn them on. You know, it's very much a timing thing. Uh, sometimes I find it annoying, especially for cooking. For combat, like, the more you use an ability, the more you remember, okay, I'm going to have to hold B and then put the joystick forward. Like, you kind of remind... But for the cooking, it's I find it really hard, and I find it really random sometimes. Mm. Um, but it's the same. Like, you know, if you need to chop something, it's going to be the same sequence of quick time events. So there's more mechanics than that, but... I'm enjoying it for the story and just like this idea, like this slice of life content of like this just young woman coming back to like bumfuck nowhere USA um, to like, you know, face her exes. And like the the exes are mostly like from high school and middle school and things like that because she's fairly young, like she's early 20s. So it's really about like teenage love and what it means to mature and. It's, I I really like it. Like, I know when we first saw the trailer, I was like, that sounds like really colorful and really campy and like maybe a dating sim and I'm into it. Mm -hmm. Again, it like baited me with the pretty colors and I got there and it's like, psych, we actually have a deep story. (laughs) It's going to make you think, make you feel. Like, ah, you got me again. (laughs) Indie games. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I'm also enjoying just, like, every time there's, like, there's, like, a new recipe in your recipe. That's the first thing I do. I'm like, okay, I need more meal ideas, guys. So, you know, like, Mm. you know, uh, I know know how to make a few dolls. I know how to make the butter chicken, which is not really Indian, but, like, like, show me, show me the recipes and Mm -hmm. then I'll Google them and actually make them um really really enjoying it that's not very long game i think i'm already like through like 
a third of it. Is it uh, Game Pass is how you're playing? Yes. Nice. Oh, nice. Pass on the yeah, Xbox. Yeah, I thought that it popped up. I thought it popped up, but I didn't know if it had came off Game Pass or not. So. Once again, using my very next-gen Xbox Series X to play the smallest of Look, games. They No judgment. Do what you gotta do, yeah. you know? <laughs> I mean, it looks great when I play uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. It looks great when I play smaller stuff like 30 Studios and uh, Sea of Stars. It's like, it's yeah. all good. Yeah, It's all good. It's yeah. a Game Pass machine. I just got the expensive one because yes. I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, millennial we're in our late 30s money, right? Hell Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm actually playing Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Oh, I'm so um, jealous. I'm, I've had my review code for a few days, <laughs> but considering I couldn't see screens very well, <laughs> I kind of laid off. Um, so yeah, I am really, really early. I started when I, yesterday, when I started feeling better, mm. uh, after the meds started kicked in. Um, but it is another one of those ones where I'm not going to lie. I kind of went and going in a little bit blind. Like I've seen like the trailers and that kind of stuff, but I didn't really know uh, too much what to expect, Mm -hmm. but I was like Prince of Persia, known entity. It's going to be good. Right. Um, it's flipping gorgeous. Like I had no idea it was going to be this beautiful. Mm. Like I, yeah, it has. So it's. It's considered a 2.5 side-scrolling action-adventure platform video game. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it more like a Metroidvania because Mm. it is very much like Ori in the Blind Forest and stuff. And as you go through, you like going to places. You Mm -hmm. can't get to certain spots. You want to mark it down because you're going to go get power-ups so you can get there later. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're working through a map and Mm -hmm. trying to uncover stuff. Um so you play as a Sargon, who's a member of a warrior clan called the Immortals. And uh, unfortunately, Prince Gassan has been kidnapped. So you have to go through the cursed city of Mount Quaff. Kaf? Kaf? It's spelled Q-A-F. So a little hard for me to say. Um, but yeah, so you're it's, essentially... It's middle, middle Eastern. It might be Kaf. Kaf? Okay. Like usually it's With a hard Q. Because there's no yeah. U after it, right? So hard. Yes. Um, so yeah, I am really, really liking it. Didn't know what to expect when I jumped in. I, it has moments that are like Hades and that the characters, as you're speaking to them, it's their picture with like text and they're talking and those are really well illustrated too. Mm. Um, yeah. And then of course there's obviously like, you're fighting your way, you're solving puzzles, platforming puzzles, you're getting power-ups, you're learning different ways to fight, different ways to traverse, um, and collecting different items in order to do that. There's a mechanic with the charms of your necklace that you you go and collect them and Mm. add them, like that customizes like your skill set. If you Mm. want boosts or extra uh, HP or things like that, like one of the ones I picked up yesterday was uh, you have a little bit more boost power if you attack or or, um, power uh, attack power. If you hit someone while you're like jumping around, you're like kind of in the sky sort of thing rather than being on the ground. Um, I am starting to see, even though I've only played about two hours, the time mechanic coming into play. Mm -hmm. I'm really interested to see how they do that. I don't want to say too much because there's obviously a story hook with this. Um, But yeah, some 
it's really pretty. Joelle, I think you can pick it. You can start playing as of the 18th, unless you wanted to do the, uh, Deluxe. the early access, which comes out, it releases today, the 15th. Yep. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's out like official, official on the 18th. Yep. So uh, I'm going to keep going um, along with, you know, my every so often dropping into Coral Valley or Coral Island to do some more stuff in there and make my way through my farm and everything. But uh yeah, so far so good. I can't wait to jump back in again, and I'm glad that uh, I can see to do so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's great. Yeah, I think you're gonna like it, and I have a feeling it's not going to be super long. Um, but maybe I don't know. I it, it's hard to say at this point. I can't. Um, I, the map is very much like a a reveal as you go kind mm-hmm. of deal, mm-hmm. and like I can't. Even in the beginning, like, I feel like I'm still restricted. I need to go even farther for it to even be able to zoom out even farther. So, yeah. Google says 20 to 25 hours. So Not it's bad. a regular game. But for us, it's a snack. Cause, like, yeah. yeah. We're used to the yeah. 100 yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah minimum. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. All right. You ladies ready to do walk down memory card lane? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Each week, the team will have to guess a historical game that would have released during the time of this episode's airing. We'll start with its release date, and I'll give hints about the game for the team to attempt to guess what it is. As always, ladies, talk it out. You never know what you might come up with as you work together as one brain. So let's get moving. This game released on January 20th, 2022. Ooh. 2022. Well, that's recently. Mm Mm-hmm. That's pandemic. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I, I, unless Catherine's got the magic again, I don't know. <laughs> no, because it's the Animal Crossing. That was later in the year. That was in 2020. 20. Yeah, it was in 2020. Yeah. That was March of 2020. Yeah. That in Doom. Yeah. Yeah. That did like a Barbenheim. It did. It was Doom, yeah. Yeah. Doom and Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> Doom and, Doom and Crossing or something. Doom and Crossing. Doom yeah. and yeah. Crossing. Do you want another hint? Yep. Yes, please. Released on Mac OS, Windows, Xbox One, and Xbox Series S with a Nintendo Switch port that came in April of 2023. Metroid Prime? Nope. Is it is it the Sonic game? Nope. Sonic Mania? Mm-mm. Not a Sonic. 2022. 2022 on Xbox and PC, and then on Switch. I don't know if it has a PlayStation 1, so... Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I I'm didn't trying to think of what it. went to Switch. Do you want another one? Bayonetta? Yeah. Nope. That mm. was a Switch first. That's yeah. true. That's true. Okay. All right. It was developed by Sunday Month and published by Kit Fox Games. Oh, okay, Kid Fox. Um, is it Dwarf Fortress, the remake? Nope. nope. It's not Moon Hunters. Nope. Well, it's, I'm, I'm glad for myself that I'm still on par with this game in 2024 as I am in 2023. <laughs> 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 what does Kit Fox do? Uh, I want to Google so bad. Yeah, they, they, uh, I only have the, this is published by Kit Fox, not produced by Correct. Yeah, I only have the games they produce in my head. Mm. Um, 
You want another kid? Yeah. Yes, please. It's a first-person game. That's also a reason why I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> first person, if you... <sighs> these fucking first persons. Um, I don't know. <laughs> is this Cat something is we played? Brain. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you played it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Want another hint? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if this hint's going to help. The game was created during an internal game jam. <laughs> Unless you remember what that game is you that? played it. What hint is All that? All right. I'll give you the next hint. The next hint's going to help. It's an arcade-style photography game. Oh, yes. A paparazzi. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did play this game. I <laughs> forgot it was Kickbox. Holy well, shit. They, well, they, they were the publisher, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. Call. So the other two uh, ones that I, or hints that I had, we're really going to give it away. It's like you play as a humanoid camera and you earn points by taking photos of Duggles. <laughs> oh, you that are, one. Like that your character one. is oh, like uh, a dude and the top is a Face is a camera. camera. Oh, I, <laughs> a humanoid camera. I totally forgot about it up until the last clue. I totally forgot about this game. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I played this game. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, uh, like I said, December, January, not very easy to find oh, games for Walk Down Memory Card Lane. <laughs> I know. It's getting yeah, easier start, now as we go later. You started in the year. this whole thing like in summer or like April oh, yeah. or something. It was like yeah. this could be great, and yeah. then fucking January showed up. And <laughs> well, as as life goes on, like obviously, I put myself some parameters around it to make it easier for me to kind of figure out what to do, and and also to make you know to make you guys think about like what you were playing when. Mm-hmm. Um, but I imagine at some point I'm going to have to be like, it's just a date. It's just the thing that happened and you guys got to figure out what it is. And it's something to relate it to the video game industry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. I think it's time to get into our topic of the week, which is our favorite games of 2023. Woo-hoo. Let's go. And we're back with topic of the week. It's that time. We're going to talk about our favorite games of 2023. Um, Asterix lady, as I, ladies, as I was thinking about this and trying to contemplate my games of 2023, I think at some point we may have to change this up and say favorite games we played yeah. in a year. Because I don't know about you, but like... There were so many big games and so many games. My backlog is epic. I'm already planning on, like, working my backlog into the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard because, like, I've got a list of games, like, big ones from last year that I haven't had a chance to tackle yet that are going, that could be in the running for 2024. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. I, yeah. it may just be, like, our favorite games of that we played in the year. It's not like we're reviewing these like an IGN anyway, right? Well, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think we're close. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, we're close. We're close. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, cool. So, the way that we're going to do this is uh, this year it is games that came out this year. Yeah. Um, we are going to go game three, game two, our special mentions, and then our each of our favorite games of the year. Um, so I'll kick it off with Catherine. Catherine, what is uh, number third on your uh, number three on your list? 
Yeah, it's a game I finished recently, and it's Sea of Stars. Honestly, really scratched that old school RPG uh, itch, but also just that RPG itch. Such a good game. Loved it. Lala loved it. Yeah, I think we can all sing that one's praises for quite a while. Yeah. It's another one. It's one of those ones that I'm like, I need to get back to that. (laughs) You know? With time. Time is the key. Joelle... Number three on your list. My number three was Horizon Burning Shores DLC. I am taking a page out of the Game Awards book. If they can nominate a remastered or DLC, I'm doing it too. But that was um, <laughs> that was fun. I I had so much fun with that. It was amazing. So I want to shout out because I have to because it's my my jam. <clears throat> love it, love it. Yeah, I mean the first the the Horizon or the what was it called? Forbidden West. Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so good. So, so like, good. you knew, uh, you know, uh, DLC for that was just going to be more good. Good. Yeah, they they definitely nailed it and hit it out of the park with the, with the DLC. So, yep, had yeah, had to come totally. in. Oh, totally. Um, third on my list is Potion Craft. I fell down the rabbit hole of Potion Craft, both playing myself and also following YouTubers on it. It was just such a different type of a crafting management sim game because of the whole mechanic of, like, moving through the the crafting of your potions via the patterns of the ingredients and how, like, particular you needed to be in adding water, adding oil, mm. adding the ingredients. They all had different directions and patterns and everything and not running into stuff that would kill your potion. And then deciding whether or not you wanted to be good or evil, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, did you want to, like, turn away all the evil people? Or maybe you just wanted to have them all show up and you make give everybody toxic potions to kill people or set people on fire or, you know, poison them. Um Beautiful game. Can't wait to see more. I've heard that they're working on more stuff for it. I think it technically came out maybe the year before, but it was like a late and I started playing it in the begin like the beginning of 2023. Um, that's where this, like I mentioned, is getting complicated of what I played when. Uh, but yeah, Potion Craft is definitely uh, one of the tops on my list. Catherine, game number two. Ooh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Just so many hours spent exploring, building contraptions, going on Reddit realizing my contraptions are not that that elaborate compared to some of the engineers out there. Uh, But yeah, no, just a lot of fun exploring. Uh, Unfortunately, a bit too big because I did run out of steam. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Everybody who listens to this podcast knows I gave up like halfway through the dungeon to Ganon. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> At one point I'm... you had to fry across something. My think went, did a nosedive and I was stuck there and I was like, I'm going to go play Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> and that was it. I'm in the exact same mindset. I feel like that it was my number two, too. And it just like it. It was fantastic exactly what i wanted to jump back into like the next iteration of what was breath of the wild and yeah it just was a lot and Mm. so many games came out and it was easy to get distracted by other stuff um 
one day I'll go back and keep going. I don't, I don't think I'd ever start from the beginning again. I think it'd be too much. I just try and fumble my way around the controls as I have them now. Um, but yeah, what a fantastic second iteration in yeah. that ecosystem that they honestly created. like it was very well done like in terms of like the game itself mm-hmm. like polished and beautiful and yep. lovely mechanics it's just like did you have to put the underground honestly if they would have given us just the islands it would have been enough for me mm-hmm. like the underground was like something we did not need <laughs> if i'm going to be honest in terms of content and and breath and everything like i love the mechanic of it all but like it was too almost maybe too not big. Not all of Hyrule <laughs> Underground. I'm not going to do all of this. I'm not. And I didn't. <laughs> no, that's exactly it. It was just like an obscene, obscene amount. Yeah. Joelle, the second favorite game for you. Uh, for me, um, I put mine a, a, a tick above uh, where Catherine put hers. But Sea of Stars was my number two. Um, that was just uh, a game that I picked up and I just didn't want to stop playing. I wanted to take time off work to keep finishing it. And it, it was so lovely. It was such a wonderful, uh, experience to have the nostalgia kick, but Mm. with the freshness of a modern RPG and the amount of, just the, the the feast of the eyes of, of like every little detail and the world building and the environments and the music like I just couldn't wait to get to each area and to have the story continue and I just I thought it, it just totally knocked it out of the park so I I put Sea of Stars as my number two like I will definitely feel like after some time, like I will go back and I will want to play that game again. Like I, I, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll want to do a, a fast run through just to get the story back. Like it was, it, it made me download the messenger. Like I wanted to play more. And so like mm-hmm. from the studio, even though the messenger is a totally different game, but completely like it, different. Yeah. It, I, I still wanted to do it because the game was just so fun. So that was my number two. All right, before we get into our number one games, obviously there was an epic ton of games that we played last year, but- so I figured we should probably talk about special mentions, right? Um, so, Catherine, any special men- mentions for you, my dear? Uh, I have two. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, and please stick with me, people listening to the podcast, because... Um, I'm going to shout out For Honor because this year I participated in a lot of tournaments and I had wonderful colleagues. Um, we did internal tournaments and I had colleagues who actually like taught me how to play this fucking game. And I had like a new uh, admiration for people who play this game day in, day out because it is hard. Um, and he told me, he explained the mechanics and he told me what to do and my fingers couldn't do it. So I have a lot of respect for people that play any kind of fighting games religiously and who are act- who can actually do the combos. Not only remember the combos, but their fingers can actually do them and time them right. Hmm. So shout out to you guys, fighting game people. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good, good thing I don't need to actually be good at this game to work on it. Um, second, it's a, a small game called Blanc. Mm-hmm. which I reviewed early in the year. I played it on Switch with my friend. It's the game. 
it's all black and white, and you play a little cub wolf and a little baby deer. I forget what their name. Bambi. <laughs> oh gosh, I just got triggered. Thanks, Leah. <laughs> Shared trauma of the nineties. What are, what are, okay, now now I want to know what are baby deer called? Are they calves? No, they're kids, aren't they? Or no, it's goats. Uh, a fawn. There oh, we there go. A fawn. Okay. Thank you, Google. Oh, my brain. So yeah, you play a cub and a fawn, uh, and you have environmental puzzle to find your family. Uh, and by the way, no, if you need to know to be able to play this game. Yes, it has a happy ending. That's all you need to know. <laughs> it is not Bambi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I heard some discussion on that one recently because yeah. of the way that the name is written in the illustration and people saying it wasn't called Blanc as in white. But also I think they were saying the hard C instead of saying Blanc, like the French way of saying it. Oh. But it's it's in the snow. I know. I know. <laughs> I just saw some debate around that. I was like, yeah, you don't say the C hard in French. <laughs> I don't know. The internet be internetting, right? The internetting really be internetting. Developer, Cassus Ludi. Where is this developer? If this developer is anywhere near somebody that speaks French, I am telling you, like, we will close this discussion. Uh... It's just because the logo has the head of the... Uh, okay, uh... okay. The developers in are in France. It's called <laughs> in Blanc. It's, it's called Blanc. Blanc. It's Blanc. white and French. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Yeah, I don't know where I heard that, but there was just so much of it, and I was like, really? Oh, my God. And they were like, you're saying it wrong. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. No. Go away. Yeah. I, I, I kind of remember looking into the developer when we played this, and I was like, yeah. no, they're from, Fran- they're from France, therefore Blanc. Yeah, yeah, blanc. Like I'm saying it with a slight English accent for the listeners, but like yeah. in everyday life, I would say blanc, blanc, yeah, blanc. <laughs> with the the the, diff, the Quebecer diphthong and everything, um, <laughs> blanc. Um, anyway, lovely game, beautiful puzzle, can be played in one afternoon with your bestie. Uh, that's what we did, and uh, I remember really enjoying it. Hmm. Like a second shout out. Perfect. Other than that, I only played like my number one and Persona Five. <laughs> That's all I played this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joelle, special mentions. Uh, I had Tears of the Kingdom in my special mentions uh, for many of the mm-hmm. reasons that we already discussed. Um, more so is that like I I put it down to play a different game, and it took me a while to pick it back up. And I feel like to me that signified that I just. I wasn't maybe as excited about the the crafting mechanic for me and probably on a lone island, but like that. No, no, just, I'm with you. It wasn't that to me definitely hindered my enjoyment of, of the game because that's not something I enjoy doing in games and I'm not particularly like good at it. But, you know, the reason I love Breath of the Wild is because I got to explore everywhere and like find mm. all these cool treasures and, and have an open world Zelda and I honestly would have been super happy if that was what Tears of the Kingdom was. I'm like, if that was the same thing, I would have been so excited. So yeah, it's just, not the, just as the islands. Who plays, as somebody who plays a lot of crafting-esque yeah. games, mm-hmm. it's how 
not precise it was. Yeah. That, yeah. like, you try to make a machine, and if you were off by a little bit, the physics were so realistic yes. that it was wackadoodle, like, controlling anything. And people were like, make this, like, two-jet, like, steering flying machine. But you had to put the the, the fans at the exact right oh, spots I that I could never do. Yeah, that same. was frustrating the living bejesus yeah, out of me. So. Um, it's, it's that where it's, like... Too much freedom and too much control was inhibiting my enjoyment yes. of that part of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it just the springboard and the the wind paraglider. It's all I needed. Right. It's all I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I, that was on my special mention, and then I had a cocoon on there mm. as well. Just a really fun puzzle uh, platformer that. I, I was kind of blown away about there is a simple mechanic. You have like two moves to, to solve mm. the puzzles and just all the different ways that they applied that was, was quite something and just a really interesting um, game to play. And then I also put on their Diablo four because that was my first Diablo and I got to play with some uh, really cool friends and a good group of folks. And I uh, had a really good time. So I wanted to give a shout out to, uh, to Diablo. Hmm. Well, I'm with you there in my special mentions. I have Diablo as well. Um, I feel like I need more time with it, such as what we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to play as many games as possible. Um, that's, I feel like there was a game that sucked me away from uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I have a feeling it was Diablo. I think it was, too. Or it was the inverse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, like, so much fun. Uh, also, Moonstone Island. Mm-hmm. I played as much as I could in that. And that was great. I just, it was just a lot of fun. That game, like a Pokemon esque card battle esque, mm-hmm. you know, exploration game. Yep. Um, that's in like a pixel style, uh, totally scratches everything that I enjoy. And Minecraft legends, like what mm. a different kind of a game that was for Minecraft, right? Mm-hmm. Like jumping into, Something that, like, has the bones of Minecraft, but then you're playing it like a, uh, like a battle kind of, hold on, I don't want to find the exact technical term of what it's called, real-time action strategy. You know, you're playing it kind of like you would StarCraft, but you're thinking about it, and it has the, like, uh, uh, structure of Minecraft. So there, you're coming into it where you have a familiarity, but there's still enough to really kind of throw you off guard. And obviously, like, having, like, some of the bad guys, like the skeletons and the witches and, of course, creepers as part of your friend group instead of them like being working against you mm-hmm. um was different because i'm not gonna lie hearing that creeper sizzle makes me want to jump all the time because i am taught that in minecraft yeah. but playing minecraft legends it's definitely uh something that's more on the good side um and then having the opportunity to play with steve was a lot of fun um i played through the entire story it was great, and I know they've added some stuff to it. So, uh, so yeah, if, if it's almost like your if it's your first real time strategy game, um, it's a great one to jump into because it's fairly forgiving um, as you play through and build your bases and do all that kind of stuff and protect the villagers and try and get the piglins to go back to where they came from in uh, in the Nether. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. 
Um, yeah, I think it's time to talk about our uh, game of the year for each of us. Um, Catherine, you want to kick it off? I think we might know. <laughs> who, who expects me to talk about something else other than Baldur's Gate 3? Like, seriously. <laughs> Nobody. Um, yeah, waited 20 years for this game. Worth the wait. Amazing. Again, not a perfect game. But it was perfect for what I needed and what I wanted. And I'm actually kind of like after 30 the suitor, I'm, I'm thinking of doing my starting a second run. Why not? Uh, yeah. And it's just, I love it. There's a lot of fighting in this dating sim, but it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not quite the same. <laughs> it's funny. My brother reached out to me and he said, Baldur's Gate 3. I was like, talk to Catherine or Simon. <laughs> Just so I we can tell see- you, they all, they all love it. I think he's interested in trying it out. Um, I was like, they all love it. I haven't played it, so I don't know. <laughs> the answer is, the short answer is yes. The yes. long answer is still yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Joelle, how about you? Oh, my game of the year was Spider-Man 2. I love me a polished, big, fat, triple-A game, and Insomniac, I think, just really outdid themselves. It was, I just thought it was so, so good. It was so good. Like, I can't wait to play it, like, play it again. Like, I'm going to play it again, and I'm just trying to find a gap where I can, it was so good. So I, I just think the dynamic of the story and the range of gameplay and the characters, um... I feel like they were snubbed. They were snubbed, but I it was uh, t- truly something special, so I had to put it as my uh, game of the year, and it worked just so well on the PS5. Like, just, it, it sung and did all the things that it was supposed to do, and then some, so, so happy. Mm-hmm. It's too bad it's kind of happened to them twice now. I know! Um, <laughs> You know, yeah. it's just like, it's just the year that they come out. Like it was, it was the, I know. the year prior. It, it's, this is an interesting year and doing, after doing the fantasy critic from, from last week or yesterday with the crew, uh, for the community and like looking and seeing what's there. It's like, we knew Spider-Man 2 was coming too, right? We knew all these games were coming mm-hmm. this year. I feel like we didn't know any, like we didn't have like maybe not exact dates or like whatever, but like it felt like there was more bulk in the year, but now I feel like for 2024, it's, uh, it's not yet. So it's, it's kind of exciting, but yeah, it's too bad they didn't release this year. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. feel like they yeah. would have, uh, they would have done it, but I get, I get that. Yeah. Completely. Um, for my number one. So this is interesting. You know, I'm sure all of us pretty much did those like year in review automated systems for each of the different platforms. Like you log in and it tells you the games you played and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And my, I know my gaming is like all over the place. So like, it's hard to find a, there's not one of the ecosystems that clearly says what my gaming life has been like over the year. Right. Mm-hmm. But early, early December, Xbox put out their automated system with the 2023 highlights and I had screen captured them. And then I played a lot of Coral Island so oh. a few days ago, and I played it all over Christmas, 
right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. a few days ago, I was like, I'm curious. I wonder if it like auto updates with my stats now. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put a hundred hours into Coral <laughs> Island and guaranteed that all happened. That all happened in December. Wow. <laughs> like they even said in the system in the thing where it says your heaviest gaming month was December. Mm. Wow. On Xbox. Wow. And that's even with me putting in almost a hundred hours into Persona 5 Royal. Wow. Earlier in the air too. Okay. Wow. So so yeah. I played a lot of games. Uh top gameplay month, December. So yeah, Coral Island is my game of the year. Still playing it. Um Love the fact that I can jump back and forth between the PC and the Xbox and the Xbox and the PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is co- it is Stardew Valley on steroids. It just brings it up that extra level. There is, similar to Minecraft Legends, there is that, I've played a farming sim before. I should know what I'm doing. Yeah. Where you go in, but there's just so many other things to discover. Their festivals are super polished. Mm. the dateable characters are so creative Mm -hmm. the art style is so beautiful and runs so well on both systems and then there's the whole underwater mechanic where you're cleaning up the ocean because Mm. it's polluted Mm -hmm. and you get to meet mer people like i'm it's i I've been following this one for a long time because it was in an early access where I specifically stopped playing in an early access because I was like, this is so good, I want to wait. Mm-hmm. And it released, it released uh, when did it release? Coral Island. It was late and then I started, uh, I think it was in uh, November. Let me get the exact date. Oh, not even. Nah. Initial release date was October 8th, 2022. That's when it went into early access. Um, but then it actually came out. I have really feel like it was like November 14th or something like that. And I was just, I was, I was playing other games. And the PC just got here. I think I was playing Moonstone Island and want to get through that. Um, and then finally got into it just before the holiday break started. And literally that is all I did. If I wasn't at my sister's house for family stuff uh, and, you know, Mike was working, I was playing Coral Island. Mm. It was a legitimate addiction. So, and it's not one where I really like dove in to find out stuff from other people. I kind of just like, unlike Potion Craft where I was like watching someone else do it at the same time as I was kind of doing it. Uh, I had enough uh, knowledge of farming sims that and stuff that I just kind of wanted to discover it on my own, and uh, it's it's just such a lovely game. I highly recommend it. I've actually installed it. Yeah, you're when like I was it. looking for something to play last weekend, I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I installed Thirsty Thirsty Suitor and I installed Coral Island, and I figured. The way Leah talks about this game, I'm going to be obsessed. So let me finish Thirsty Suitors first. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then after Thirsty Suitors, I'm either doing a second run of Baldur's Gate. And by second run, I mean second full run. Or uh, jumping into Coral Island. Yeah, I have a feeling Pascal would like it too. Because he and I usually end up talking about about farming sims and stuff. Because we both enjoyed Graveyard Keeper and stuff like yeah. that so I have yeah i'm, I'm like surprised he hasn't played it like he's basically the reason my xbox stats are um unreliable because <laughs> according to xbox i spent a lot of time playing nhl so he might as well play coral island and mess <laughs> it more 
<laughs> yeah, maybe one day they'll give us that family plan. Um, Please. Or does it already exist? Or does it already exist? It's I think there's there, a rumor of it. They soft launch in, like, smaller markets. Oh, okay. Mm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that's the reason. Well, I guess Mike now has his. Uh, we set him up with his own profile for PlayStation for when he's playing F1, because that's all he's doing. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, and these are the games. This, there, there's still, like, a ton of stuff on my backlog, like, mentioning, like, I really feel like we're just going to have to say favorite games played in mm-hmm. the year, because... I have a epic long list of stuff. Stuff that I'm saving to play on Switch for when I go on vacation. Yep. Um, you know, like Dave the Diver and yep. uh, Dredge. Yep. And uh, there's still Persona 5 Tactica that I haven't had a chance to dive into. Because that's the problem. You get into a game and then it sinks its claws it into It does, you. yeah. And it's all you want to do until you finish it. Um, I think Prince of Persia is going to be like that. Yep. But yeah, it was a great year. Oh, ladies. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What? Man, spoiled. Like, gamers Literally. be spoiled yeah. on, in 2023, mm-hmm. which I feel like is great. But then I I just keep on a ch- keep checking myself because it's like they don't they're not always like this. Right. It's like you got to savor yeah. them when they're here because you just the the demand and that expectation i feel of like just consumer for games like can be so can get out of control and i say that as someone who played so many games last year but like it was fantastic <laughs> yeah you were a powerhouse last year we were talking about that last week mm-hmm. you played you, you came in almost every week with a different game <laughs> yeah. that you were playing i know i was impressed i got like my my backlog of games is basically whatever joelle played la- this year because she went <laughs> through <laughs> so many games like i still haven't played jedi yet oh yeah, yeah that was good too yeah i yeah. Uh, well there's games too that like you're playing that are on my backlog and yeah i'm trying to think like i i i just i haven't booted up some games just because i'm waiting for you know updates or other things but yeah there's mm-hmm. there's still a lot of games left and I, it's going to be another another good one. Mm-hmm. And with that, that pretty much closes out our show for this week. As always, uh, check out the website if you go back and look at other uh, week other episodes and mm-hmm. we talked about something. There's usually a link. Obviously, there's no links to anything in this one because we didn't reference <laughs> anything because it's all in our brains. Um, but Kat puts that together every week. Much appreciated, Catherine, doing that. Uh, if you have the power to rate and review a podcast on the platform where you are consuming this show, it would be much appreciated if you could do so. Why Hells of Discovery moves us up in all the uh, rankings. And uh, if you leave a comment, it helps us craft our show. So much appreciated if you could do so. This is also the moment where I give the crew the chance to shout out their social media handles. And you can follow them anywhere and everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am CSDSBINS, CSDBIN on X, Blue Scry Threads Instagram, but uh, I mostly shit post in the Girls on Games Discord. I uh, posted a meme of Weird Al Githyankovic in our Baldur's Gate chat, so there you have that. <laughs> yes, Joelle? it's somebody that made get Weird Al as a Githyanki. You're welcome. I, I Thank you for gifting that to us. <laughs> yes, yes, You're we welcome. needed that. Joelle, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at JoelleLauren87, on Twitter <laughs> at Gamer underscore Comfy, uh, but always uh, communicating with folks on the Girls on Games Discord. Come and say hi. 
And I am Leah Jewer on most social media platforms, but of course you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on X and Facebook. Just Girls on Games, know the on there on Instagram and threads. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this conversation and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. It's been another lovely year in video mm-hmm. gaming. Um, we will be doing Fantasy Critic Draft next week. Woo-hoo! And then jumping into a uh, kind of normal schedule. Um, if you have ideas, if you have questions for us, uh, please let us know in Discord um, or drop me a line on Twitter or anything like that. Because, uh, yeah, people have made some pretty interesting suggestions of episodes and uh I actually got one yesterday when we were doing our uh, fantasy critic draft. Um, games that don't make you feel good. Okay. <laughs> I think that might be an interesting episode. Yeah, that will uh, we'll have to take, take a shot of tequila before that episode. Yeah. Well, that's going to pour the salt kind of thing. Like, doesn't make you feel good, like, angry? Or just like, I can't play this. It makes me nauseous. Because, like, with no, more like and I emotionally, could emotionally emotionally Ugh. the the type of game like i'm thinking you know like the last of us part two is a fantastic oh. game doesn't make me feel good oh, <laughs> oh that i should i need to catch up on plague tale then i feel like that's one of those games oh. yeah i try not so, to uh, play those games but i played i played <laughs> a few where i'm same. like this is bad <laughs> same yeah yeah same. But once in a while, it hurts so good. And you don't realize (laughs) until you get into it. And then you're like, this is a fantastic game and the story that needed to be told, but it doesn't make me feel good. Sometimes they trick you (laughs) and you're like, hey there, I, wow, okay, fine. Well, I'm here. I guess I'll just keep going. Yeah. And that's it. We'll see you all next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye. 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 Bye.